set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kings of the Rings podcast, where we keep wrestling royal exclusively on Wrestle Addict Radio. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. Because, you know, in life, you're always told that if you work hard, if you chip away, if you plug away, if you do your job, then your moment will come, and I am sick of waiting for my moment. Also, joining me each and every week is the founder, Willie T, Will Tereshock. Well, The Rock knows exactly why you did what you did at WrestleMania. Because Stone Cold, you know, deep down inside, in your heart, in your soul, one-on-one, face-to-face, man-to-man, you know damn well you can't beat The Rock. And finally, joining us each and every week is the Queen Bee herself, the Kate Murphy. How does it feel that you were expecting a man to come out here? What you weren't expecting was the man. It's time for someone you to step up, step in, and fill your shoes. And there's only one person for that job. And I think these people would agree with me that that person is me. Together, we cover all things wrestling in and outside of the ring in the only way that we know how. So, without further ado... Behold the king. The king of kings. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 183rd episode of Kings of the Rings podcast, titled very prematurely right now, Pinky and the Brain. I am, of course, the brains of the podcast, King Ricky Rose. You can find me at Ambassador Biggs uh, on all social media. That's B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs. Find Kings of the Rings podcast social media at K-O-T-R underscore podcast uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Like, subscribe, listen to us each and every week, and leave a five-star review. And if you really enjoy us, tell your friends where to find us. That's where you can find us is on Wrestle Addict Radio. Uh, we're all wherever you listen to your podcast. You know your Spotify, your Google Podcast, your Apple uh, Podcast, your iHeartRadio, just to name a few places. I think Pandora. We might need to try to get on Pandora um, yeah, we as do. well. So subscribe and listen might to us try on Wrestle <laughs> Addict Radio. Uh, find Wrestle Addict Radio social media at addicts underscore wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. But of course, there is no brain without a pinky, and that pinky is Mr. William Tarashak. How are you doing? Pinky. It's Pinky. It's Pinky and the poo 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 poo. You know the episode of Pinky and the Brain I remember is when they go into Winnie the Pooh world and instead of Christopher Robin, it's Christopher Walken. 
<laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that's, an that's the only one you it's remember. A, that's the one episode of Picky in the Brain I remember because I wasn't a huge fan. Like, growing up, we would like, watch, like, it's the WB. Like, they, they, <laughs> they wanted they want WB with that stupid snob, uh, honey smacks frog. <laughs> yeah, that racist frog. Right? Um, <laughs> and the only episode I remember is when Picky in the Brain are in Winnie the Pooh Land, 100 Acre Wood. Everything happens to Eeyore. And it was Christopher Walken and Christopher Robin. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. So instead of taking world domination, trying to take over a hundred acre wood. Uh, but of course, it's me, it's me, it's Pinky T. Oh, God, I hate the way that sounds. <laughs> I Pinky hate, T, I wow, hate the yeah. way it sounds. Pinky T. I'm picking up my boy's pastrami he made for the Super Bowl. Uh, Taz and Thomas, A-R-A-A, it was damn good pastrami. S-H-U-K. Ricky, uh, I gotta tell you, I've been trying to watch um, the Stone Cold show with Kane, and I have fallen yeah. asleep four times. I cannot, because <laughs> I, I try and put it on before I go to bed, I just keep fucking falling asleep. But like, can't do it. Dude, like, it's only like I started from the beginning. I started from the last thing I remember. And I swear to God, I've watched the origin story of how he does the hand thing with his pyro four times. I get it. It was Undertaker. <laughs> I'm moving on to Chronicle John Morrison. Hopefully I do better. <laughs> John Morrison's one is pretty interesting. It's 47 uh, I minutes. Need to watch they give him 47 minutes and drop him out every single week. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do need to watch the uh, Kevin Owens break it down because I want to hear him talk about that battleground match with Sami Zayn. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, and he talks about how Vince hugged him after that match. And then he never booked that match again. <laughs> he was like, good job. We're never doing this again. Sorry, Kevin. This is where the buck stops. Rock Cena gets um, two. You got the one, pal. Well, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, unfortunately, uh, Inconspicuous by her absence, uh, the Kate Murphy is not with us this week. Uh, here's what we can tell you about her absence. Uh, Kate Murphy had to undergo um, a medical procedure. Um, that's pretty much all we're at liberty to tell you. And we are at liberty to tell you that we have been in communication with the Kate Murphy uh, throughout the process. Uh, they are doing quite well. Things are going smoothly. And we expect uh, the Kate Murphy to make a, a full recovery. And Kate should be back on the show as early as next week. Obviously, if she is not back or they are not back, sorry, if they are not back by next week, they may need some more time to recover, but we expect uh, Kate to be back by next week. So um, all the best well wishes to Kate um, as they are going through their medical procedure. Yes. Love you, Kate Murphy. Hope you feel better soon. And uh, yeah. we'll see you next week. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so uh, so there's no need to panic uh, with the Kate Murphy situation. There's also no need to panic with the WrestleMania situation. So I have been coming across this um, a lot within, you know, our, our earned to talkings within WrestleAttic Radio, as well as um, w w around, the, around the web. People are panicking about WrestleMania. Did they, like, There's no did they not watch the Rumble and the Raw after it? Did you not see Randy Orton murder Edge on live television? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> 
People are concerned. I, I had a pe- I had someone come and be like, "Oh, WrestleMania this year has to deliver, or else it's gonna be, or else I'm gonna be done with it." But I'm like, "Why? Like, what? What's the big deal?" Is there's like, there's nothing built. There, you know, all of this hoopla. And I, in my in my head, I was like, "Wait a minute, we just had the Rumble. This is the beginning of WrestleMania season. Like, let some things naturally develop and put themselves in the place." Yeah, dude. If, Wrestle- you're, t- if when, you're talking when, about, if you're talking about, starts, if you're talking about the road to WrestleMania, we just got in our car and left the driveway all right like exactly <laughs> we haven't even hit a traffic gotta, light yet and that's coming it's saudi arabia that's a big traffic light <laughs> and i i attribute the road to wrestlemania like our road to chicago like you gotta you gotta get through pennsylvania first yeah okay yeah 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 right we just left jersey <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you can you get through pennsylvania then you're fast tracking through indiana and ohio and the next thing you know you're right there ohio and indiana actually and next thing you know you're right there you're on like this you're on the sky bridge or the skyway and you're you're boom you're there in chicago but there's a long ways to go when royal rumble starts and ends it's the end of january and then you have until you know you have until the early april for WrestleMania, yeah. that's a solid seventy days usually. And they're, and they're already average. they're already setting up uh, the main events. Like we know our main events. Drew Brock's announced. Um, Becky, uh, Becky, Shayna is like you know it's coming. It makes sense. And Charlotte yeah. Ripley is already teased. Um, yeah. What else do you want? <laughs> like. That's that. Look, those three matches are your money making matches. Uh, the everything f- else is filler. Uh, pretty much. I mean, you're gonna. Ha- oh, and Edge Orton. Sorry, I forgot. Edge Randy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, friend of the show, Matt Man, was talking about this uh, a week or two ago after the, their Rumble review. Um, yeah. WrestleMania works best when you have your two main events as a big, high anticipated title fight and a highly, arguably more anticipated blood feud. This. Edge Orton feud is going to heat up really quickly. Oh yeah. Like, and it's going to be on the upper tier of the card. Like this isn't gonna be like a show stealer when Daniel Bryan came back in the middle of the card kind of match. Or like that kind of Ronda yeah. Rousey show stealer um debut match. This is gonna be more like Triple H mm-hmm. Batista, where Batista got his proper send-off and Edge is gonna get his proper return. Like that high in the card. It's going to be built. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. And the match might be not as good as we want it to be, but the build is going to be very exciting. I know Edge is in the best shape of his life. Like, have you seen his pro pictures? Mm-hmm. Like, the dude is 46 and ripped. Yeah, he looks amazing. I can't wait, to, like, I can't wait for that Chronicle. <laughs> oh, man, that Chronicle is going to be amazing. You know, so. Like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm ready for the- Randy Orton to go to NXT and cuff Beth Phoenix to the ropes and then kiss her. All right, like I am in Mario to go. Oh my god! Oh my god, Randy the Viper! Oh my god! I'm so ready for it. <laughs> I I will say Beth played it perfectly on NXT this past week. I have to watch it. Um, I have to watch it still. I moved she was very weekend. downtrodden and sad. She's like, I wish I could be with my husband right now. Like almost at the brink of tears. Ah, oh, I love Beth uh, Phoenix. And all that, I was like, perfect, perfect, Beth. I mean, they they had they had a rough couple of days. Like Beth Phoenix went through the whole Rumble bloody. Um, <laughs> she was like, it'd be great if we- I could remember what happened at Royal Rumble, but I was kind of <laughs> bleeding from the back of my skull. <laughs> yeah, and then Edge, you know, almost died the next night. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, which will be like you know when they do those like top one hundred moments in Raw history. That's at least number twenty five. 
don't know if I go that high, but you know, it was it was a very it was a very Randy Orton moment. It was more of it was more of like a props to Randy Orton of this because how slow he did like like that is textbook Randy Orton. Yes, and Edge did the little things right. Like you know, he grabbed his the neck, groaning, groaning. He groaned like he like he throwed his back. All right, <laughs> it was that kind of groan. Um, and the hand twitch was the little detail that did it the best. Because it acted and like like neck, like neck, like neck spasms. So mm-hmm. great, great moments for the little things. But in terms of like memorable and like all time history, yeah, I don't know if I go that high, but. But it was in the moment. It was phenomenal. And for it, it did exactly it what it needed to do. Leave it as it may. There's no need to panic for WrestleMania. You have your key stuff. So granted, there are a bunch of Raw stuff. And we'll get into how Raw's got a pretty much a fast track onto Mania. But I believe there's a reason for that. Um, but a lot of your Mania, a lot of your good Mania matches are set already. And now you just have to wait it out. And I think that's the thing with wrestling fans, that we don't like to wait things out. We want it and we want it now. Dude, that's the problem with society. Set- all right? Like society moves yeah. so fast. And by society, I mean the internet. Like, you don't have time to sit and digest things. Like, okay, you're worried about the WrestleMania card. Worry about who's going to run the Dark Order, all right? It's not Marty Scroll. <laughs> all right? So that's something you should really be concerned about. What's going on with Brandi Rhodes and her silly little faction? You haven't seen them in a few weeks, all right? Let's, let's worry about some actual things that might not even still matter. <laughs> To say it, be it as I mean, like I said, the WrestleMania card, I think by and large every year, even the worst WrestleManias, those cards are always highly anticipated and they always, for the most part, deliver as promised. There are some missteps along the way, like WrestleMania 34, supposed to be the strongest card in history, and it didn't really deliver, but it's still delivered in some aspects. So um, there's going to be something for everybody. You just have to be patient. I'm telling you right now, it's I'm going on my fifth WrestleMania in a row. It's hard for me to be patient. Like I get it, but I do know when I get there, I'm going to have a time of my life mm. because it's WrestleMania, and I'm there to... I'm I'm there to be entertained. I'm there to take two weeks off of work. My God, yes. And lose all of my money and maybe not, maybe not even make it back to work because I can't afford a plane ticket back home. <laughs> you know, I, I, I said this I said this last week, um, how I'm right back in it. And I'm very excited for WrestleMania again. And I said like a few weeks ago, like this, it doesn't feel like Royal Rumble. It doesn't really feel like WrestleMania. And this is kind of something I experienced last year. And maybe it's because I was going, and it was because it was in New York. It didn't really feel like anything different. But, yeah. like, last year's WrestleMania, once you were there, you were there, and it was exciting. But the build-up and anticipation, like, it didn't feel the same as when we went to New Orleans for my very first WrestleMania. Like, that was just, <laughs> I was on a, a high. Everything was amazing. You know, like, threes look like tens. So... And you, yeah. you had that high of anticipation. Like, that's kind of what I feel right now going into this WrestleMania. It's kind of like, damn it, it might be because I'm getting FOMO. Like, I'm like, damn it, I'm not it going be. to WrestleMania. Whereas a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, thank God I didn't blow my money on WrestleMania. I'm not really excited for And now I'm extremely pumped. And last year's WrestleMania yeah. didn't even have a bad build. Like, everything was kind of made sense. It fit in the place, and the show was phenomenal. Yeah. Not as good as 34, think- but... That's because it was my first. <laughs> well, yeah, you're always going to remember your first in really high regards. I mean, I still remember 32 in high regards, and that was my first one. Um, but I think it's also a travel aspect. Like, you get to go to a different place in America. Yeah. 
and experience their culture. Like us going to New Orleans was the greatest thing in the world. Like the best part about WrestleMania weekend in New Orleans was not WrestleMania. It was everything else that we did. Yeah, it was NXT. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too, just getting smashed on Bourbon Street like two out of three nights. Yeah, dude, just the fact that plastic beads were currency. <laughs> you know what I mean if you've been there. That's the only thing I need to say. Like, yeah, if like that, that WrestleMania experience would not have been the same if it wasn't in New Orleans. Like just seeing Elias from a fucking balcony and seeing the wrestlers everywhere, seeing Ruby Riot. At a bar and ricochet at a bar, and then seeing Ruby right on TV again. Segway, Ricky, go for it. Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> Ruby has such soft hands. And watching Fabian Eichner be the worst tipper in the world, and who knew? Who knew? It was because he's part of like Imperium, and I guess Imperium people just don't tip. Well, he's British, though, right? Fabian? Yeah, uh, he's Italian, I believe. Is he from Italy? Like, is he not? He's not from America. I don't believe so. No, See, that's why. So, like, he's not like he's Fabian Eichner from Brooklyn. Right, he's <laughs> right. He's not that kind of. He's not that kind of Italian. <laughs> yeah, or running it, or we. That was also the same night we ran into Velveteen Dream. Yeah, and Ruby Riot. And he said, and he said, no, he didn't say a word to us. All the same bar, dude. That was all the same bar. <laughs> we picked a great bar that night. <laughs> picked an amazing. We picked an amazing place to just sit up, to post up by the bar, and just watch people walk in. Dude, I literally tell people to this day the best part of that WrestleMania weekend or that whole week was going to that drag bar, and I fucking oh. stand by that. <laughs> all right, like <laughs> that's when I caught the wig. You caught the wig, and you, I've never seen you so happy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I caught the wig. Man, those those guys went for it, or girls, whatever they wanted to be called. I don't know, but they <laughs> fucking nailed it, and it was amazing. Was that and your they, first? Was that your first drag show? Yes. Okay. It, yeah, drag shows are drag shows are are brilliant, and they fucking love Whitney Houston. <laughs> I don't know why, but they fucking love her. <laughs> she is queen. Oh. Maybe it's maybe it's the cocaine. I'm not sure. But uh, wrestling. What are we talking about? I we just want. I just I just want to say, wrestle friends, wrestling friends, don't panic. Yeah, fucking relax. There's no need dude. to panic right now. Go go watch your AEW. Pretend it's the best thing ever. <laughs> it's good. Uh, it's fine. Cowboy shit's really heating up. But WrestleMania, dude. Yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, it, it's. Honestly, I, I do have to force myself to get back into AEW because I do want to cover it because it is a very popular brand uh, for, for our wrestle addicts. Um, and also because, you know, um, it, it's, you know, it's, it's counter to WWE. However, it's, it's, I'm so engulfed in WrestleMania season right now. It's hard for me to change the channel because I want to know what's going to happen. Like I want to watch the build. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to like, Turn away from it. I do too, but dude, I don't. I just don't have. I hate saying the term I don't have the bandwidth. It's the most cliche thing ever. But I really just don't have the time to watch that much WWE. <sighs> now, I I will not miss NXT. I will not miss AEW. I watch. I'll watch AEW first because I'm more interested to see what they're doing. Um, <clears throat> but I will. I'll, I'll still try and watch. Raw. I will still try and watch SmackDown. Like I usually watch SmackDown, like an NXT and AEW, that either that Thursday or the weekend, like on a Sunday. Um, yeah. Raw on Tuesday or Wednesday, or if anything, I always catch the highlights on YouTube. Um, but as of WrestleMania season, like I made sure I watched all of Raw last week. 
because I knew Edge was going to be on. Or because I, I wanted to see what was going to happen. I wanted to see what Drew was going to say. I wanted to see if Brock was going to be there. Like, in Santa, the same thing with SmackDown. I didn't get a chance to watch SmackDown this week because I was moving. Um, but I caught the highlights. I was like, yeah, I didn't miss that much. But, <laughs> but still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Deirdre's right. And sorry for the ringing in the background. Uh, my house is on fire, so. Yeah, Kate Murphy's uh, here in spirit. Yeah, you know, I might be burning down my own house, but it is what it is. Seth, so Rollins, it'll be done Seth Rollins is in cashing moment. in, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so in the meantime, let's take a quick break. Uh, no, no reason to panic. I will be back after the break. Uh, but when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about uh, SmackDown, Raw, NXT, and uh, is SmackDown getting stale? Uh, we'll talk about all of that when we come back. Greetings, one and all. This is your Prime Minister speaking, your favorite Canadian, Mr. Fretz, from the Game Changer podcast. You are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Hey guys, this is the man who loves to make a difference, Nate the Effin Great. You can always interact with me on Twitter at Real Effin Game, and be sure to listen into my podcast, The Game Changer Podcast, where we talk about pop culture, professional wrestling, play games, among so many other great things. Guys, remember that you can make a difference. This is Nate the Effin Great from The Game Changer Podcast, exclusively on Wrestle Attic Radio. Hey, 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 folks, this is Mr. Fretz from the Game Changer Podcast. Bow down because you are listening to the Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on Wrestle Addict Radio. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Kings of the Rings podcast with Pinky and the Brain here, King Ricky Rose and Willie T. Will Tarashock. And we're about to get into a little bit of review of SmackDown from last week. And ladies and gentlemen, big men are winning on SmackDown. Otis Dozovich was able to successfully get Mandy Rose to accept a date. And not only any regular date, folks. This date is going to happen on Valentine's Day, uh, which means... Uh, hey, hey, Mandy. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I like you. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, Mandy! Yeah, <laughs> Billy! I just want to see, Does like... Did I tell you do a good Otis? I do do a good Otis. I've been working on it. Nice, yeah. And this does mean one other thing. This is going to fail miserably in Otis's face, and Otis is going to be a, an even bigger baby face out of his fiasco. I bet it's going to be this day. But for right now, right, what, what does he wear? Otis what, is, is like, what does he huh? wear? What does he wear at the date? He's going to wear, it's going to be totally kind of Chris Farley-esque, except he's going to be bare-chested with a tie and maybe like some pants. No, here's what he's, he's got to do. He's got to wear jeans. <laughs> Straight out, straight jeans, and you know, like you know, like those, those tuxedo T-shirts. Yes, he needs to wear one of those with a real bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> a real clip-on bow tie. <laughs> the best part about it is Valentine's Day does happen on Friday. And SmackDown airs on Friday, so I expect this date segment to be a huge thing. Yeah, you know what Mandy should have said? It's like, eh, Mandy. Uh, are you available next? Uh, I like you, by the way. Are you available next next, next <laughs> Friday? She should have been like, Otis. We work on Friday. <laughs> we have we have we have SmackDown on 
No, Otis. <laughs> I had to go up there and fucking wrestle, you nincompoop. Otis, do, do not see all the cameras around. It's Friday. <laughs> Otis, do you not realize what we do on Friday? You guys, the show is called Friday Night Smackdown. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine I had a fourth wall breaking episode like that? Like, literally, when she said, I have plans on Friday, I have to say, I have a match on Friday. <laughs> This, that would have been great. I realize this is putting logic in an illogical situation like wrestling, but come on, give me some <laughs> continuity here. Give me something. But that would be that would be so funny. Yeah. Just just to do it once and like never speak about it yeah. again. <laughs> Seriously. Like we, bro, we work on Friday. <laughs> Can't you see all these camera crews around? We gotta travel on Friday, all right? We tra- After the show, we travel to the next town. <laughs> Don't you, you oh work God. here? <laughs> <laughs> Just have her totally freak out. Literally, like pinky in the brain moment, too, right here. Seriously. <laughs> which, oh my God. Which one's pinky? You know, there's some fan theories say pinky's actually the smart one. No way. Yeah, because you know, think about it. Who comes up with all who comes up with all the plans? Well, the brain does. Brain and what happens well, for all those plans? Pinky screws them up. Well, I was gonna say they fail, but they, yeah, they fail. I don't watch much Pinky in the Brain. Um, <laughs> but Pinky's sometimes one who calls plot holes in his in his plans. I know that. Go to YouTube. True. Go to YouTube and look up Pinky in the Brain spaghetti. Uh, as the creepy pastas <laughs> or fan theories. There's a bunch of nerds out there <laughs> who love them. There are a lot of weird, wacky fan theories out there. To be honest with you, a lot, a lot of weird ones. Um, but moving along, over to my man Otis. Your hand looks really weird on the Skype camera right now. Like I don't know why. I'm just looking at your hand, but whatever. Uh, my, I'm, I'm laying down on my bed. This is Weston here. This is my hand. That's what the bit for the paper. I got you. Yes, yeah. This is my, this is my oh, hand. My ha- I'm looking at on the phone right now. Uh, Mandy. Mandy. Uh, my name is Otis. And, uh, I my to house get, is on fire I wanted, again. Don't I mind that. I want to ham. 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 <laughs> for all the no, Patreon people, speak- I'm, doing a, I'm doing a hand puppet. With, with this, my yeah, this hand puppet with no shadow. Um... Also, uh, speaking of no shadow, there's no denying right now, but Braun Strowman finally won his first ever singles belt and is a new intercontinental champion. Yay? Uh, who cares? Because the intercontinental champion has been relevant since. The Miss. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I won the quiet game, by the way. <laughs> yeah, since since the Miz and the uh, the Miz is now stuck in the uh, in the tag team title scene with him and Morrison, so we'll think so. we'll see how things go. Maybe Braun can do something with the IC title. He was very excited that he finally won something, you know, because they totally screwed up his uh, they totally screwed up his money in the bank cash in by having a shield return, and then look how that turned out. <laughs> As my house being on fire again, exactly. That is exactly how it turned out. It turned into a giant cluster fire. Now, did your family oh, just boiling when watching the Trump State of the Union? Or are you really trying to get through that? No, not at all. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> See, I mean, props to Braun, but hopefully he can do something with it. I don't know. Uh, but this could be the boost that he needs. 
Uh, but moving along. Dude, I just hope with- they do something, man. Like, Shinsuke was a shitty IC champion. He had it for a while, but he never defended it. Ever. Against he was, anybody. He was, he was like the Dean Ambrose in the U.S. title scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also thought they, they missed the whole... When he was when Shinsuke was the United States champ, the United States of Nakamura could have been a huge thing. Yeah, but I think they, they screwed up. They screwed that bill. Well, you asked you asked the question before break, but I kind of want to get to it. Um, what is SmackDown oh, stale? We're, stale? We're, we're going to get to that. We got to finish the rest of the storylines first. As in, speaking of some freshness and a fresh throw, Naomi returned and challenges Bailey. Or we're going to assume challenge Bailey for the women's title. We're going to assume it's going to either happen at Super Showdown and or at a Elimination Chamber, which should be very very interesting. Um, I'm just happy to see somebody fresh in there. Yes, on the women's team. Yes. Um, and Naomi's a perfect person. Did you see her entrance on SmackDown? Probably not. I did. Um, she. I did. Her I did entrance is tailor made for TV. Yeah. No. It's it, the whole the new set, the LED, the lights, like. Naomi, the lasers. Naomi's character and her gimmick is just a few, was a few years too early. A little bit, but I think you got to keep it going, and she, you can still keep it going for a long time. Like that entrance is one of the best entrances in all of in all of uh, wrestling. Yeah, I mean, because she she's a she's a former professional dancer. Like the whole feel, the glow. Um, it's just it's the EDM the EDM stuff yeah. is oh, amazing. All, it's a, it's a it's a Dave Wet Dream. It's and she's black, <laughs> perfect. It's a, it's it a trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Naomi, she cut a pretty good promo. Like Naomi has never been known for her promos, but she's never been a bat on the stick either. So her and no. her and I think her and Bailey have some interesting chemistry because she's incredibly acrobatic, and Bailey has that kind of style. I think they're going to mesh well together. So I'm excited for I'm this. I'm looking forward to it. This, this is one of the most refreshing things on SmackDown because, as we know, me and I did not like the Bailey Lacey Evans thing. It just fell flat for me. But this, it piques my interest. My ears perked. I was like, ooh, what's going on over here? Haters? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm interested. Um, I'm I'm very happy that I think the bloodline uh, versus Corbin and dog food is going to be ending as well. Because um, now that Roman and the Usos finally got to come up with like way too much dog food for anybody's liking. Yeah, dude. Like even dogs were like, yo, chill, dude. It's enough. <laughs> even frats were like, well, we don't even haze people with that much dog food. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, where's your limits? <laughs> Yeah, right. When you when you when you have SAE going, okay, that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we've gone a little overboard. (laughs) Oh man, I mean, that's gotta suck too. I mean, at least Corbin doesn't have hair. You know, and he can just like wash that off. But like, imagine how hard that was for Roman to get all of that out of his hair. Yeah, or his cheater vest. How many times (laughs) did he wash that thing? Yeah, oh my god, that was just disgusting. But I, I'm glad that's over, so I'm glad that they can move on. Um, and a, a lot of people have been talking about this, and you just mentioned it. Is SmackDown stale? And I I tend to say no, but I know you say yes. So what I, I want to hear yours before I talk about mine. That's fair. Um, this From what I've been watching, like when SmackDown first moved to Fox, it really kind of was like, okay, what are they going to do? I'm interested. Let's see what they can pull off. 
And for a little while it worked. Like Corbin was a heat magnet. Roman was in a pretty good spot. Um, you know, the Fiend got the belt. But, you know, the Fiend now isn't really on TV that much. The tag division is just back on the new day. Um, and, like, what is this? What are they going to do? The mid-card scene isn't that impressive. Sheamus is a waste. Lacey Everything's fell flat. Corbin's getting old. You know, granted, Corbin's going to get his heat back in a fucking instant because that's what he does. Naomi's a breath of, breath of fresh air. Like, you built up Sheamus coming back. You built up John Morrison coming back. And it's just falling flat. Like, you had the hot wave of Kofi. His momentum has severely died down. Like, SmackDown just isn't must-see TV. Now, for a while, it was better than Raw. But I think of them now more as even. And Raw still isn't really that great. Now, I don't know what the um, ratings are for Friday nights. But, yeah, dude, SmackDown's a stale. It's just nothing... Like, when it comes to order of what I want to watch, it's AEW, NXT, then Raw slash SmackDown. And SmackDown was a solid three for a little while. And that's a good spot for SmackDown to be in. But now it's just, it's like tied for fourth. <laughs> mm-hmm. The thirds I don't really want to watch either. <laughs> okay, here's my thing. This is a marathon, not a sprint. They signed a five-year, $1 billion deal. Okay. Also, you have to put into a couple of factors uh, on the Fox side of things, more so than the WWE side of things. Fox and WWE have this working partnership. Fox has done more than a stellar job advertising. There's my house on fire again. More than a stellar job advertising, being on social media, being social media active for anything. Like, the WWE on Fox Twitter account tweets about Raw during Raw. Like, that's how active they are. They in, Their Instagram has Raw updates on top of SmackDown updates as well. Okay, that's, like, that has nothing to do with the product being stale. No, 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 but here's what I'm saying here. Um, however, Fox has a lot of priorities, and the biggest priority that they had this year, the biggest thing that's going to be on Fox programming this year is not anything Trump does, which usually that is, but it was the Super Bowl. Different Fox. Okay. Huh? Different different Fox. Whatever. Um, but it was the Super Bowl. Okay, the Super Bowl is one of the biggest television events in history Every year, no matter what, okay, casuals and people don't even watch football, watch the Super Bowl, okay? And so with that, your biggest programming, especially any of your big programming, especially as you get closer and closer to the Super Bowl, takes kind of a backseat. And I think that allowed WWE and SmackDown in particular to kind of be in this floundering, floating space for a while because no one's really watching that for Fox right now. However, Fox did WWE and SmackDown a giant solid, okay? Like I said, they have been promoting Friday Night SmackDown like they would be doing a football program, and they've done even more so than that. Not only did they promote SmackDown out the ass during the Super Bowl, not only did The Rock introduce both teams, by the way. <laughs> yeah, which wrestling fans crap. were all butthurt about, which is like, go fuck yourself. What do you mean? That was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it was all not all. What you had WWE superstars, specifically SmackDown superstars, um, that entire week down in Miami doing podcasts, interviewing players, being on television. WWE backstage was from Super Bowl set, was from like the Super Bowl city that they created. WWE and SmackDown were 
everywhere. And because of all that advertising, guess what? If you can get 10% of 100 million viewers, that's a win. You can get 5%, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, even for like 5%. Even I'll even give you 1% of 100 million. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you 1% addition to what you already have. That's a win. <laughs> exactly. So they advertise out the ass. And now that the Super Bowl is over, now it's over and done with, you've seen all these wrestlers getting into mainstream and pop culture around the Super Bowl, which is going to pique your interest. Because ca- casual fans will be like, oh my God, that's The Rock. I know he's a movie star, but wasn't he a wrestler? Oh crap, wrestling's back on Fox now. That's on Fridays. Maybe I'll go check it out on Friday. And that's how it works. So now that Fox has done their due diligence, I think... WWE has waited long enough, and I think that now, right now, we're starting to get new people coming into SmackDown. And let us not forget, this is this is national television. It's not like the USA Network, so they can't afford to bring in nostalgia pieces like Goldberg, who is coming back on Friday. He is coming back. Which is back. going to bump them in ratings as well. It is going to bump them in ratings, but all that is true, but that doesn't answer the question. Has the park recently been stale? I think so, but I think it's been stale for a reason. <clears throat> I think it's been stale because you got to wait. You got to wait out. You're not beating the Super Bowl. No, you're never going to beat the Super Bowl, but stale on purpose? That just sounds silly. Now, I, 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 well, yeah, I, well, I will, they, they, I will they would give always you. do that during during Monday Night Football because remember that down period. Oh, yeah, they in, were just phoning in during Monday Night Football. It's after SummerSlam. Yeah, that is true. They would just kind of say, fuck it, who cares? Um, That's kind of like the post house mania hangover. That's kind of to be expected. No, that's, that's a whole different type of the t- part of the year. Uh, yeah, this is like six months of the year where wrestling's like not even trying. Fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I agree, like, give it time. But if you keep giving us, I'm talking to you, WWE now. If you keep giving us what you've been giving us for the past three months with all that advertising, all that chance, like Fox is giving you the, the, they're showing you the door. Now they have to open it. I just use that fucking teacher, that teacher expression. They were like, I can show you the door. You got me the one to open it. Mm, fuck yourself. <laughs> um, but literally, like, they're the ones that need to hold up their ends. And if they keep doing what they've been doing, it's not going to work. And yeah, when I- they go in, especially when they go into Saudi Arabia, they don't really know how to book their TV. And they fuck up on television quite frequently. So I'm not that optimistic. Um, but it is WrestleMania season. And right after, it's just, it's in a few weeks in February. And there's still plenty of time to build Mania after. I believe it was like probably five weeks after that to build the Mania at least. Yeah. That's plenty of time. But hopefully, you know, your audience isn't going to wait forever. Especially a casual fan. I see more people posting on like Instagram and Facebook saying, like, what well, check out this AEW casual fans or people who are coming back into wrestling for the first time in 20 years. Like, you gotta be careful. You and you gotta deliver. And right, the SmackDown we're seeing right now this past few weeks, from what I've been watching, it hasn't been delivering. No, but I think it's getting there. And I think Naomi coming back is a good is a good time to bring in fresh things to deliver. Um, you switched up, you have Braun Strowman. Now you get Braun Strowman with a bunch of new challengers. Um, you have Goldberg. Goldberg's gonna pop. 
I don't care what Goldberg's gonna pop. Who? Uh, why the fuck he's there? No one knows. Oh, he's, probably uh, gonna gonna fight. <laughs> he's probably gonna get in a. Uh, it's, it's probably gonna be Corbin. Maybe. Who knows? He needs, but, he needs to go I mean, against an, um, a, I mean, a heel. Who is the best heel on SmackDown? For a quick one, two, Corbin. three in Saudi Arabia, it's Baron Corbin. Hopefully. Um, so so we, we will see. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I still have hope for SmackDown because I think in the long term, and I haven't uh, I haven't finished editing my Watch the Throne for this, in the long term, SmackDown, Friday Night SmackDown, on national television known as Fox is the most important show to the future of wrestling as a whole, in my opinion. Mm. As as a whole, as of the state of all professional wrestling. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Cause it's 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 the biggest opportunity to get the most eyeballs on the product of wrestling. Yeah. Well that and being and so, elite, like, but you know. Yeah, and I think if, if you are if if you are a wrestling fan that doesn't really have like you don't really you don't really you go go around the different products of wrestling, you should want SmackDown to succeed. Of course, because if SmackDown succeeds, all of wrestling will succeed. We well, should want everything to succeed. You should want like you should want the NWA to succeed. All right, you should want Nick Aldis to I'm, succeed. I'm I want to start getting home early enough to start watching Power before the show. I'm honestly. <laughs> interest i'm curious i'm not interested i'm, I'm very curious, curious now because it's like it's becoming the new indie darling since AEW is like more mainstream <laughs> and it's the most yeah. unexpected thing ever you know what it is it's so from what i've heard and what i understand it's so simple it's simple it's different and it's classic it's old school yeah which is refreshing so in today's ww in today's wrestling age yeah, I might I might throw it on after we're done recording to see what's going on. I know my girl uh, Allison K was going to go up against Thunder Rosa for the women's title, so we'll see what happens with it. Uh, but let's move along to to Raw. Um, so Ricochet won a triple threat. He beat the Messiah and uh, he beat Lashley because Lashley can't. Lashley is never going to face Brock, and Lashley has to realize that that he signed a that he signed a contract with a false guarantee. <laughs> he signed a contract <laughs> of lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ricochet's facing Brock at Super Showdown. I loved this. I didn't love the match, but I love the fact that Ricochet got the win. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Brock came and f fived him, and that's how Raw ended. <laughs> Brock came out of nowhere. Hey man, it's, as soon it's as different. the three hit, and then just destroyed Ricochet. It's different. I'm I'm not one like the internet shitting on it. I'm not like the internet. Fuck the internet. I I love the internet, <laughs> but um, I think I think this, I think this is awesome. Um, Brock works well with little guys. He does. Look at the way he worked with AJ Styles. Yeah, or Finn, Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. Ray. You know, yeah. The list goes on, and look how he does with the bigger guys like Seth, Fine, Roman, Blech, you know, Taker. Exceptions, not a Taker, but like even like Triple H, John Cena. He doesn't. He sells better for the little guys, which is very weird for Brock Lesnar to do. But because that, that goes against total wrestling logic. Yeah. But I, this is just, you know, he's Ricochet's not going to, you know, Ricochet's not going to win. Um, and Bobby Lash, I think you can kind of build up to give him, give him a fighting chance. So this is literally just, it's a giant house show. All right. Like, relax. I would have loved to have seen Lashley versus Lesnar. I thought it would have been great. Yeah, I do too. Show. But I think it deserves um, not Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you need to build up Lashley more because Lashley's kind of a bitch who's 
you know, yeah. married to Lana. He's kind of a cuck. Um, <laughs> kind of. He took, he took over for Mike Kanellis. But, um... Oh, Mike Kanellis. Yeah, remember that whole storyline? I'm the first pregnant champion. But, um... Yeah, she was so funny. I love Maria. Yeah, well then, she, she, and then they're like, she's like, oh yeah, you're pregnant. You should probably, you know, go. She's like, she's like really pregnant. You should, like, you should go give birth and take care of your child. Um, but Ricochet, it's, it's interesting. It's a wild card. It's a match you never thought you would see. All right, tell me three years ago you thought you would see um, Prince Puma versus Brock Lesnar. All right. Never in a million. Never years. in a million years. Never. So I'm interested. I always kept. Hmm? I'm interested. I, I'm interested. I, I see how it makes me want to tune in after the show's over to watch to see what happens. Because yeah, yeah. I know, because I know it's on like a Thursday. Yeah, and like I'm not gonna be able to watch. I, I have work, guys. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to sneak that in. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on. Show. It's it's one of the few matches I'll probably watch in the card. Like I'm not. I'm. I watched the Goldberg match. I mean, I'm. It's fucking Goldberg. Why not? Um, <laughs> but other than that. I don't know what else is on the card, but it's going to be hard to convince That's the only thing announced on the card. That's the only thing that's announced. Yeah, I mean, I mean, poor Lashley, poor Lashley. But uh, speaking of Lashley and his, I guess, new fiance or new wife, Lana or whatever, um, Liv and Lana had another match, obviously. And then Liv won. No, my, or who, are, who cares who won? I don't care. Um fact that Liv is becoming a new a new babe of mine she's a new boo um but ruby yeah, right came is. back my emo boo and kicked Liv morgan in the face like totally beat her down and no one knows why but i like it i like it a lot i don't know why i like it a lot but i do although i did i do feel like the riot squad got split up prematurely agreed and it's and it's done nothing but shambles for Sarah Logan's career. It's been great for Liv Morgan so far. She's back on TV. And Ruby Riot's always been the, the star of the crew. Um, so she's always going to get like a, a main roster spot. But yeah, ooh, I'll say I, I'll say at least Liv's on TV. I don't know if it's really doing <laughs> wonders for her, but at least at least she's there. Um, yeah, she's not a main event. If, if this feud is done right. You know, this could be something we've been clearing about for the women's division forever, which is a sub feud, a sub feud, a blood feud, a something that's not for a title. Give them something to do. that's not for a title. And it makes Hulu raw. So that's effective. <laughs> I also love Ruby and Green. Uh, that was great. Yeah. Uh, moving great. along. Good to have her back. Also, I hear Nia Jax oh, yeah. is in incredible shape and she's very soon. Interesting, like how incredible, like lost weight. I heard, yeah, I heard she, shape. she heard she slimmed. Uh, Andrew Zarian said she slimmed pretty, she slimmed down a lot. Wow, we gotta get Andrew Zarian. I think on the when we get close to WrestleMania, we're gonna just have a lot of guests on. Yeah, the show. Hopefully, I think that's what we're gonna do. I mean, that's that, that's my plan. That's mandating it right now. The road to WrestleMania is gonna be littered with guest hosts, uh, past, present, and new. Maybe, Damn it. maybe, maybe we'll uh, see him at Sapphire. What's up? Maybe we'll see him at Sapphire. <laughs> we'll do a show at Sapphire. Oh my god! And no, we're not gonna do a show. What? Get the fuck out of here! We're not gonna do a show club and talk about wrestling. All right, <laughs> it's not happening. It, <laughs> it'd be really funny though. Um, but so, and Zarin, if you listen to this, let that make it happen. Um, uh, so Randy Orton tried to explain what he was doing with Edge, and he pretty much got the Roman treatment. Well, duh. <laughs> like fifteen minutes, although. That Roman thing was legendary. I was in that crowd, and I was a part of it. But pretty much the same effect. Um, and I'm interested to see where this goes. Edge did not show up uh, on Raw. 
Sell the injury, she baby. Mis- I, I don't I don't I don't like when like they come out with an excl- explanation. They say, "I'm not doing it." It just it. <laughs> it's like then why even go I mean, out that's there? What makes- <laughs> that's what makes Roman's moment better because he didn't say a word. Well, that's different though. That's that's different because he just he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. Promo of the decade. I take it back. Fuck CM Punk pipe bomb. Um <laughs> But like Randy, like he was out there playing to the crowd. It's just like So you that, that just tells me the writers literally couldn't think of anything. Mm-hmm. Also, that crowd was on fire. Yeah, there's a snowstorm in there too. <laughs> they were sure almost, almost got canceled. Yeah. They thought, but they they packed out the house. Good. Like, was it really that bad of a snowstorm? <laughs> I don't even know where they were. Cleveland. Also, I feel like it's in Utah. We're used Utah. to having snow Sorry, all the time. I think Utah. they can handle this. Yeah. All right. It's not like New York when three <laughs> inches shuts down the whole city. Exactly. Not like you're in the south and like Alabama's getting like five inches of snow and now we're now we're in a fucking panic. You're in a state of emergency. You know, uh that Utah crowd was really hot, so it made the show that much better, which was cool. Um they really were into obviously the heels and the faces. Um, especially when um we had the debut of Angel Garza. Cause he had Humberto come out and then Carrillo and then Carrillo. we kept on clamoring hey. we kept <laughs> we kept on wondering what are we going to do now that obviously Andrade suspended um, what are you going to do with Selena Vega well you're going to give her somebody else to manage who also <laughs> happens to be another Mexican Woo! <laughs> <laughs> who also happens to be Humberto Carrillo's cousin which I was like oh great part great thing to add to the storyline are they shoot cousins or they're uh, kayfabe cousins they're, sh- they're shoot cousins nice nice yeah, <laughs> so I was like, you're like, hey, cousin, guess what? What? I'm going to debut on Raw. Oh, awesome. What are you going to be doing? I'm going to be DDTing you on the floor. <laughs> I'm going to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what happened. And man, I like Angel Garza. He's had a meteoric rise um, since he was holding the Cruiserweight title down in NXT. Um, but he gives me a lot of Eddie vibes. He has like he has that cocky asshole mentality like Eddie used to when he was a heel. Um, he's got to work on a little bit on his pronunciation, obviously, but I think he'll get there, especially with Zelina as a mouthpiece. Yeah, he needs he um, needs an English coach. But I think he's I think he's very far and above some of the other Latin American performers. Yeah, and I I can agree with that. He you know, it's like he just. He has an accent, and I think he over-enunciates. Maybe. It's like he tries a little too hard. And when I say he needs an English coach, I mean that because it's only going to be better for him. Like, there is no zero downside to improving his English. And don't, I none, swear to God, don't, don't pull the card like it's, it's a race thing. I fucking swear to God. Goddamn liberal internet. Like... No, it's it's one of those things where he already knows English, so just like having maybe like some sort of speech language pathologist help him to enunciate words a little bit better is not going to do him. It's not going to you know not going to be bad for him. Yeah, and like if he can like do part of his promos in Spanish too, like you know Oscar goes crazy in her Japanese, and it's like yeah. oh shit. Like if you if you like sometimes or like when Ray would cut a promo, if he was working with Eddie, 
like some of it, the back half of it would be in Spanish and the crowd's just like, oh shit, like he must be saying something real because we can't understand. <laughs> right? Like it's and like it, it can add to a promo. Like, like they did it on Monday. Um yeah. Hector Korea like said something in Spanish. They're kind of going back and forth in Spanish. It's like, great, now I can't understand either of them. They the Super Bowl halftime show all over again. <laughs> but you know, sometimes that can work to the betterment. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I like I said, I think Adrian Garcia also has that asshole as look. Like he he has that he has that dickhead smile. It's the mustache. It's it is the mustache. And you know, and I was I was on Twitter and these girls were like Oh my God, Angel Garza's here! Take your pants off! I'm like, fuck! It's gonna happen every Monday. Every every straight girl on Twitter is gonna be clamoring for Angel Garza to do the pants uh, segment. Hey man, that's fine with me. <laughs> so that means I can say. That means I can say, Hey Lana! Actually, no. Hey Zelina, take your pants off. <laughs> hey man, we live in an age of equality. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but yeah uh i i like how this is going i like where this is going i just wish somewhere down the road but they stop fighting each other like the latin american superstars don't always have to fight each other they can fight other people yeah and make it look equally as good i want them to start getting integrated into other storylines besides the infighting of a culture i mean it works well because they're they're a lot of them are new to tv and new to being and new to being like on the road and i think ray mysterio still being around is such a gift for them you know what it is it's it's safe it's yes. it's it's very safe um and i don't necessarily in this situation i don't know if that's a good or a bad thing um cuz if if well, it depends. What would you say are these two guys' strengths as performers? Both of them. In ring. In ring? Okay. Yeah. So it's so they're, they're protecting their weaknesses, promos, in a sense. Sure. While, while um, accentuating their uh, positives, accentuating is what I was performing. Their strengths. And I'm sure yeah. if they're shoot cousins, they're very comfortable in the ring with each other. So they'll put on fucking barn burners. Right. Yeah. So it might lean more towards the better half of safe, but don't get comfortable with safe. Correct. Yeah. I want them to start branching out into other feuds. And uh, Ricky, country, you hear, you that, you hear that siren that come into your house? Oh, it's going to be a while then. <laughs> uh, so last but not least on Raw, uh, we had Charlotte with her fake announcement yet again because everybody knew Charlotte was going to make this announcement. However, the biggest surprise of the night is that Rhea Ripley showed up, which is another thing to, to like Raw's going to get canceled. You had Rhea Ripley show up. You had Brock show up. You think Brock was going to show up in a snowstorm? Man, he likes to snow. He's outside shoveling for fun. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Come on, guys!" He's in Minnesota, dude. Right? He's like, "This is like we're going for the back, guys." <laughs> Remember, lift, he, he lift was your like, thighs. Not he your was back. like in his ring. <laughs> he was like in his ring gear, bouncing around in the snow, <laughs> doing the block bounce on some ice. <laughs> He's like, "It helps me balance, pal." <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. But Rhea Ripley showed up and totally, you know, obviously kind of broke this fourth wall thing. Um, and she's like, why don't you pace me? You never pace me. You're beaten. You won the Raw multiple times. You run the uh 
You won the SmackDown multiple times. You never won the women's. You never won the NXT women's multiple times, um, which leads me to which furthers my argument of NXT being on that equal ground of of the of the Raw and SmackDown roster. If you not know, better. I, NXT, if, I said last week. Hmm? I said last week they weren't, and I said if Rhea Ripley is challenging her, then they would. This is a step in the right direction, but if you really, really want to be on equal ground, Rick, you're not going to like this, but you have to leave full sale. Not necessarily. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna be like the big boys, present yourself like the big boys. Like them being in full sale, it still kind of has this aura of lesser than. Maybe not to us because we're diehards, but to like people, casuals who might just watch it, it still it doesn't look like Raw and SmackDown. It doesn't. Act. Would you have told ECW to leave the ECW arena? No, but see, but they weren't even to Raw or SmackDown, though. Okay. I still don't think you would tell NXT to leave, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> the full sale arena. I think that full sale just has that nostalgia piece to it. It does. But if you want to take, think- take that step up and really be that third brand, then be the third brand. Their third brand sells out takeovers. It does. Then it could sell out arenas week to week. Even Maybe. even I mean, what AEW's doing and do smaller arenas. Right? But AEW does do AEW does do really small arenas. Right? And but they their presentation's different every week and it looks good and it looks on par with Raw and SmackDown. Like it looks equal. The presentation comes off as equal. Whereas the presentation of NXT comes off as less than. When in reality, it's I don't think, far I think the of, eight of NXT comes out as less than. I think it just comes out as just a little different. Like I think for for a while, um, I mean for a while, WCW wasn't even touring. Yeah, that's true. They came. They came out. They came out of a studio in Georgia. But at that point, which NXT, but at that point, which they NXT were still used for a little bit. Did they really? That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, for a while, for some reason, they couldn't use Full Sail, um, so they went to the Georgia Stadium. They did a bunch of shows out of Georgia. Hmm. Or to, to it was the old WCWC, but they did a bunch of shows out of there for a considerable amount of time. Actually, I mean, don't get me wrong, NXT is in a great space. It's in a great spot um, as a brand, as a business, and for their talents, probably the best they've ever been. This is probably the most talented roster they've ever had. Not saying something. Uh, and they still have a deepest women's roster, which is unbelievable. That's that's what I mean. But to say they're equal to Raw and SmackDown. I think they are. I, I don't. I just I don't quite see it. They're, it's just that something is missing. If your only if your only grab is that they don't travel, I don't think you really have, don't have an argument. Well, it's here. not that's not that they don't, don't travel. It's the presentation. It's how WWE presents the show on TV. And how they present their product. I mean, the presentation is different between Raw and SmackDown, too. Well, the only thing is the set's different. That's the only difference. No, the presentation is different. The way that they do the names. Because uh, remember, on Raw, there's the name, name markers plates. on the bottom. Yeah, and SmackDown. On SmackDown, the name plates are on the side. Okay. And they have different stats and the, associated and the, and with the, them And, as and well. the Hardy facts. The, the Matt facts. The Matt facts. <laughs> Matt um, loves ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also more lasers on the SmackDown set mm-hmm. than there is the Raw set, right? But it's presented as equal. 
I, I don't think it's presented as equal. I think it's presented as different. And I don't think different always e- always equals equal, even though that sounds weird. Yeah, things can still be different and equal. Yeah. Sure, but I and I think and I think that's fine with NXT being different. I think yet they're also equal as well. And I think this is a step in the right direction. How do you make NXT equal? Um, you bring over a big star, but it's also a ploy, and I think it's also a ploy to get their ratings up too. Because AEW has been consistently better in the ratings at least of an NXT. And so how do you jump that? You bring Charlotte over to, to NXT. Yeah. And guess what? Charlotte already announced before Raw was out that she was gonna show up at NXT, which I hated, um, just as a peerist, because I would have just had Charlotte show up out of nowhere and be like, what the fuck is up? Well, but it gives people a reason to watch NXT. It does. It, it's exactly because you need to make that announcement because we don't live in the age of channel surfing and flipping back and forth anymore, which is unfortunately, which is kind of why like this Wednesday night war, like it doesn't it doesn't really work. Like, no, because I can watch AEW whenever I want. Exactly. Like you can you can you can watch like we live in an era where you can have both. So. It doesn't it like it does more hurt to both brands to be on the same day than it does to be on to, 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 than, than it does good. It does more harm than it does good. Like if if NXT was on Tuesday and AEW was uh-huh. on Wednesday, each show would probably have ratings of 1.2 million on average. They'd all be similar, yeah. Yeah. But instead, you're splitting your audience, you're unnecessarily splitting your audience. For no reason. Competition. I mean, yeah, but but where where is where is the the good in going head to head? What's what's the benefit for either company? The benefit? It's easy. This is the invisible hand of competition. This goes back to capitalism and how capitalism's formed. When there's the invisible hand of competition, the consumer, the person who's consuming the product, who's buying the product, who's watching the product, always wins because it forces the people who are creating the product to be more creative and appeal to the fan uh, or to the consumer more because they want the consumer to actually engage in that product. Mm-hmm. So they can't just do whatever they want to do. They have to do something that's appealing to the consumer. Okay. That's a good argument. Not gonna lie, <laughs> that's 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 that's, 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 that's solid. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no that, that, that is true. Okay, that's very solid. But couldn't you see more benefit to switching a day? On whose end? Either. On the NXT end, yes, I could see a benefit to them because the spotlight's on them a little bit more. Um. However, you also suffer from the idea of if you put NXT and or AEW on a different day, you have four nights of primetime wrestling in a week. Even you, you get wiped out out of off of two nights of wrestling. If you even make it that far. It's not necessarily even the nights. It's more of the number of shows. It's well, yeah, that's four. the issue. So if you got to combine them in a day, that's fine. I think but three times a week works. Hmm. Until AEW comes out with like Thunder, you know. <laughs> so I really want them to come. I really want them to come up with Thunder because that'd be the really the funniest thing in the world. No, I swear to God, dude, I want it to be called Lightning. AEW <laughs> 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 Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they announce they're gonna have a second show, or is that like a, was that fake? 
No, but the part of a deal was a second show, yeah, and I people f- I think people were talking about it's going to be AW Dark still. Me- but like, I also I also don't like the concept of Dark myself because I'm like it's supposed to be a Dark match for a reason. Like, you're not supposed to watch the match. Yeah, and it's not supposed to count towards <laughs> your fucking records on TV either, which it does. Yeah, Kenny I, Omega, um, <laughs> really ticks me off. But dude, they they're doing WCW just faster. <laughs> If they have a second show already. Like it's, it's an accelerated rate. Bischoff well, Bischoff says all the time the two things that killed WCW was one, Thunder. They didn't have the bandwidth. I, I'm using that fucking term again. They didn't have like the depth. They didn't have the capacity. They really didn't have the budget. Yeah. That and the executives at Turner never wanted wrestling. Ever. Never did. It was just Ted Turner. As soon as Ted Turner got out. They just cut everything and they slowly went downhill. Yep. But you can't have a second show when your first one isn't fully established yet. Yes. Like I say this, I say this to Jared all the time. Like obviously, Ricky, you know Jared is the person I do business with with Ambiguous. Um, yes. And I tell him because he does he has all the business end. I'm like, Jared, know how big your dick is. Yes, that's a, <laughs> that's actually a great line. Right. <laughs> Know how big your dick is. <laughs> yes, please measure it out. Right, measure it and out. And right now, <laughs> AEW is surviving on like half chub. <laughs> and sometimes they're full, sometimes they're not. But a second show brings them all the way down to a cold freezer. Yeah, you you really have to know your size before you can start expanding and all our stuff. Yeah, they need a, they need they need a blue chew. All right, let's put it that way. <laughs> and a second show is not it. A mid card belt might be it. Um, a they six- haven't released a mid card belt yet, have they? No, but according to Matt, I listened to Matt Men again. According to Matt Men, they're releasing a trios title uh, on the Jericho Cruise next year. Oh my! Which we might be at if, if the money if the money's right. Honestly, if the money's right, I'm totally down. Um, but yeah, they they do need <laughs> another mid card belt. Um, but like, let's go pivot. I don't even watch AW, but I have. Uh, Jericho Moxley yeah. has been a great feud. Um, so I've heard. I, that's really what I want to get back into it for. It's because I know. I mean, Jericho Moxley is still great. I'm still waiting for where. Still waiting for MJF to take over as that top heel. Someone's got to dethrone there, Jericho. MJF Cody is interesting. It's it's dragging. It there there. You can tell they have a lot of TV to write because <laughs> Revolution's <laughs> not till the end of the month. So. It's really just MJF comes out and yells at you for a few minutes, and then, like, he's getting his 10 lashings next week, or this week on AEW, Cody is. Um, mm-hmm. He still needs a cage match with Wardlow, which is really weird, and then he can't touch he can't touch MJF, but the the Young Bucks can. So, like, that's, it's, it's we've seen his storyline before, but the match is going to be interesting. Um, I want to see what the cage design is like. I do, too, actually. Arn Anderson is on TV more, which makes me think, you know, the typical wrestling, um, a road should never trust an Anderson. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. I think Arn and MJF would be really interesting. Solid gold, the enforcer back being an enforcer. And then we have the tag situation with um, Hangman and Kenny Omega wearing the tag belts with you know, Hangman kind of being at ends with the elite, kind of just being an outsider and kind of like with them, but not with them. It's kind of just like this weird 
dynamic they got going on. So AEW has some interesting stuff. The 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 Dark Order is in a complete standstill because because Marty <laughs> Marty Scroll didn't come in. Um, but Matt Hardy's in talks, Ricky. Apparently, that's the rumor. That's what I've heard. So Matt Hardy's going to rule the Dark Order. No, but who knows? It's just another WWE guy back there trying to use to make themselves big. It's all WWE. I mean, AEW's got to get that homegrown talent. They do. Even though they don't really have homegrown talent because they're all from the Indies, but they had to have somebody who's never touched base in WWE to make and make them a star. And I think Hangman and MJF are your two people, and they're 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 stuck right now. They are stuck, but they're in really good positions at the same time. I agree. Yeah, they they are they have a solidified mid card. Like here's the thing with AEW, everything is solidified. Their main event picture solidified, very solid. You know, once Moxley wins that belt, he's gonna have people to work with. Yeah. Um, but then what does Jericho do? I don't know. The mid card, who knows? Very very solid with Hangman, Pac, um, MJF and Cody. Yeah. You know, the undercard, you have like Sean Spears and uh, Joey Janela and Chairman. Um, who is Joey Janela? Who's with Penelope Ford? Uh, Matt Taven, is that his name? Wait, Taven, Taven crossed over? I don't know. I forget his name. But like, you know. No, Penelope Ford was a Joey Janela. Yeah, but now Penelope Ford. Matt Taven Ford is, was ROH. Um, I'm sorry. Penelope Ford was someone else on AEW. I forget his name. Um, it's, maybe it's not Taven. Oh. Um, I forget his name. Mr. Fretz will know. But, like, that's the solid undercard feud. And then you have the tag feud kind of with the elite and the young bucks. So everything is very slaughtered. And the women's division slowly getting there. Britt Baker cut another really good promo on uh, Shivani this week. This people, actually, last is, week are was, people caring about Britt Baker now? Last week was bad. This week was a lot better. Um, <laughs> she I, still can't wrestle. She still can't wrestle. The women's division still a mess. But it's yeah. slowly getting there. It's a hot mess, if you will. So AEW is good. Huge mess. You should watch AEW. It's it's it's. No, I I want to. You know what? It is? I got WrestleMania Tunnel Vision. Like I started, I started planning my trip and paying off portions of my trip. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, I could do this, 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 and this. And so I was really, I'm really hyper focused on the product. And then Edge came back. I'm like, now I'm stupid hyper focused. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's very product. understandable. <laughs> you know, but I do want to get back into AEW and like see what the fuck's going on. I also need to buy some AEW merch. Like I need to like pri- uh, private party their merch on AEW's website is fantastic. Like it's a good it's a good bar shirt mm. uh, and stuff like that. Um, but moving along, some quick NXT talk besides you know crossing over and stuff. The Broadway's won the. Uh, I told you they the win. Dusty, <laughs> the Dusty Dude, when Cup. I saw the brackets, I'm like they're winning. <laughs> uh, Shotzi Blackheart had been giving her a major push Shotzi Blackheart came out in a toy tank And it was amazing I have to watch it <sighs> Like a mini toy Wait, with, tank with the, finals, so with the finals were last week right The finals were last week on NXT yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to watch when we get off of here I'm going to watch it um, Tegan Knox beat Dakota Interesting as, Yeah as we expected I did not um, expect that and that's pretty legitimate. I mean, all roads go to take over Portland, which is literally by the time you guys are listening to this recording, it's going to be in 10 days. Yeah. On the 16th, take over Portland, which I'm very interested to see how the Portland crowd and how that Pacific Northwest crowd takes the NXC. It's probably going to be freaking amazing. Um, yeah, probably like, like most takeover time. cards. Um, Question for you. 
when yeah. the next takeover after Portland is Tampa. It's Tampa, yes. Does Rhea Ripley defend? No, because I think she's going to go to the Mania card. Could you imagine if Charlotte was on NXT card instead? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have... I enjoy... I, I like the crossover. I like breaking on the fourth wall. I think it's if done correctly during Mania season. It's great because I love a crossover stuff. I even saw somebody online who mentioned that if you're going to do Charlotte crossing over, have Keith Lee challenge Braun Strowman. Just be champion versus champion. Put it on the Mania card. Fuck it. Why not? That, but yeah, here's the that thing. would be good. Huh? That would be that would be pretty Here, awesome. Yeah, but here's the thing: if you keep going down this route and you keep on doing these NXT crossovers, um, and 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 all of that stuff, and putting them on main roster shows, especially like something as big as WrestleMania, guess what? You are going to get your WrestleMania being two days long, but you're going to lose Takeover. Mm. Well. Well, Charlotte will never go to NXT to fight Ripley on TakeOver because, you know, she won the Royal Rumble, which contractually agrees. She goes to her main event at WrestleMania. She pointed at the sign, the yeah. TakeOver sign. Also, show the sign. <laughs> that sign is bigger than ever this year. It is that fucking sign is humongous. <laughs> it is the size of a New York City block. <laughs> like, I, like, I hate for the people who are, like, sitting behind that thing. <laughs> That sign is absolutely massive. Um. So yeah, I I I kind of want to I kind of want to go to like the raw at the Barclays on like March second, um, just to see how big that sign is. Be like, I've been pointing to the sign for no reason whatsoever. Mm, but we'll see how it goes. Until then, folks, uh, we're done with a little bit of our review. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, some things going on during WrestleMania season, including WrestleCon and, of course, WrestleMania Access. So stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Buzz, buzz, guys. My name is Kate Murphy of the Kings of the Ring podcast, and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Let's face it, folks, I can be in some better shape, and this year, I'm going to make a commitment to it. My name is King Ricky Rose, General Manager of Wrestle Addict Radio, and I want you guys to join our Patreon and follow me and my fellow constituents on our journey into better mental, and more importantly, better physical health. Join us in our journey to get back into ring shape, where each episode we will tell you about our progress um, on the matter and what a ring shape really means to us so join patreon.com backslash wrestleatic radio click subscribe and just for five dollars a month you can follow our journey as we get back into ring shape now enjoy the rest of your show what's up guys this is nate the fn great yielding to royalty because you are listening to the kings of the rings only on wrestleatic radio and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively here on 
WrestleAddict Radio. And like we said in the beginning part of the show, it is WrestleMania season, which means there is a lot of things going on in the Tampa area as we get closer and closer to WrestleMania, particularly two of the more important uh, conventions going on that weekend in Tampa. It's going to be obviously WrestleCon, which is more of a lot of the indie talent and wrestling legends from all parts of wrestling, as well as WrestleMania Access, which is WWE's pretty much organized convention, uh, which in my opinion, just due to the fact that it's pretty well organized in comparison to WrestleCon, um, I, 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 I enjoy it better because I feel like I know what I'm doing in WrestleCon. I'm like running around like a chicken with my head cut off, not knowing what the fuck is going on. Yeah, dude. Access uh, is just WrestleCon with a budget. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, so access tickets are going on sale uh, this Friday. And if you have to pre-sale, you probably already bought them right now. Uh, there's seven sessions? Yes, seven sessions of access. I don't know, dude. You're the one going. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to go to at least three of them. God damn, dude. Uh, they're like 60 bucks each. I'm not doing fast pass. I'm not going to spend $400, you know, 400 plus dollars on one session of access. Ew. You know what I mean? If I'm going to buy a fast pass, I want to get a fast pass that gets me to every session, go wherever I want, and just walk right the fuck in. I mean, for the most part, the lines moved pretty quickly if you've gotten the right ones. Yeah, if you got the right one at the right time. I mean, access is always different. Like, I'm like the access we went into New Orleans is completely different than the access we went to. in New York, in New York, in Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn was a little more like a maze. Like you kind of needed a map to know where you were going, which is why they kind of had one. But New Orleans is just yeah. like, all right, here's a giant warehouse. Have fun. Have at it. Run around. Go nuts. Yeah, like I, my first access, I liked doing a lot of the um, the museum like stuff, like looking at all the like the old gear, the, the statues, the pictures. And the kind the of like, chamber like the, was in there. The chamber, like the, like the memorabilia kind of things. Whereas the yeah. second time, it's like it's the same thing, just reorganized. So it's like I got I, I was more focused on meeting the wrestlers. So the first one was a little more nostalgic. The second one was a little more. I want to shake hands with Kane. <laughs> yeah, or Rick, or how we got to get Ricky Steamboat on general admission, which oh, is still beyond me. So soft. His hands. <laughs> Powdered and soft. <laughs> All right, so let's run down the list right now because obviously WWE has has exclusive meet and greets uh, that are a little bit more expensive than the general ticket. They're called Platinum Plus and Platinum uh, meet and greets. Obviously, Platinum Plus is a little bit more. They're going to run you one hundred and ninety dollars, and Platinum regular Platinum is one hundred and twenty five before tax and fees. Yeah. It is what it is. Anywho, so Thursday at 6 o'clock, we have Becky Lynch, Platinum Plus, and then her fiance, Seth Rollins, Platinum Plus at 8 o'clock, which means they're probably going to miss the Hall of Fame. <laughs> um, on Friday at 1, they have the entire OC, AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows as a Platinum selection. Uh, at 3 o'clock, you have Randy Orton as a Platinum Plus. Very interesting here. At 6 p.m., Hulk Hogan as a Platinum Plus, and then Charlotte Fair, which I believe she'll probably be Platinum Plus as well, although they don't name her as a Platinum Plus or a Platinum on this, on WWE's website. But I'm interested to see how many people actually go to to pay for Hulk Hogan. Are you kidding me? (laughs) A thousand. He's also in Tampa, so it works out in his favor. Yeah, dude, so many people are going to pay to see Hulk Hogan. What, What? Are you not paying to see Hulk Hogan? I'm probably not paying. Oh, yeah, I probably won't be there. You are black. You are you're not like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Actually, you know, I mean, here's the thing. 
I like Hulk Hogan. Terry Bollea might be a bit of a dick, <laughs> but Hulk Hogan, the guy, Hulk Hogan, the character, I fuck with him. <laughs> like, plus, it's the most iconic person in the history of wrestling. And you're gonna tell me I'm gonna miss out on chance to take a picture with Hulk Hogan? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take a I'll take a picture with Trump too, just to say, hey, I was there, and then punch him in the face. Yeah, it's not, it's not, like, it's not like it's Donald Sterling. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That will, that's a little different. I'll take a picture of his grave. <laughs> you know, Saturday for access. Here's a tire rundown of Platinum and Platinum Plus people. 8 a.m. The New Day, which I might. I might spend money to get a picture of the New Day. It's kind of like my dream. Um 10 a.m. Platinum Plus Edge. That's going to sell out like hotcakes. Um <laughs> Normally it's already sold out. Probably. <laughs> so it hasn't even gone on sale yet. <laughs> um, 1 p.m. Bray Wyatt as a Platinum Plus. 3 p.m. The Miz and John Morrison as Platinum. Uh, 6 p.m. My Boo in Blue. Sasha Banks. Platinum Plus. 8 p.m. Roman Reigns. Platinum Plus. I'm going to miss Sasha because I'll probably be getting ready for TakeOver at that time. Sunday. The morning of WrestleMania. 8 a.m. Rhea Ripley and Keith Lee together as Platinum. <laughs> You're not going to make it. you're not making an 8am what out of your fucking mind (laughs) um 10am that same day that sunday sunday of mania is the nwo which is scott hall kevin nash and x-pac you'll make that one (laughs) time's feasible yeah Yeah. uh monday and these these aren't recessive these are just when the platinum and platinum plus people are appearing monday uh, after Mania at 1 p.m. Drew McIntyre, Platinum, and The Undisputed Era at 3 p.m., also Platinum. This makes me believe Drew may be coming with some hardware on Monday as well. Allo and Kofi came on Monday with hardware too. Oh. So access tickets go on sale. A belt, s- if access- you will. Maybe. Access tickets go on sale uh, this week, um, 10 a.m. Friday, uh, which hopefully you'll be buying your access tickets. Like I said, I'm trying to go to three. I'm trying to maneuver myself around because there's other things I want to go to, especially um, I'm going to tell you this now, Will. I'm going back to the Mania Club tailgate um, because those guys are awesome. Remember we went to the tailgate in New Orleans? Yes. Yes. They were fun. That was the 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 Connors Cure guys? Yes, the Connoisseur guys. Mm. They've gotten bigger. So I was looking up some of their stuff. Um, it's a little bit more expensive this year, but it's perfectly fine. I was talking to Charles about it, who's my running mate. You hear a lot about Charles probably um, on the podcast as WrestleMania gets closer. Uh, we both agreed that we are going to go um, to Mania Club uh, this year. It's all-you-can-drink beer, um, some, some spirits as well, all-you-can-eat barbecue, Entry in the uh, there's a Mania Club cosplay contest because I don't know if you remember there's a lot of cosplay that went on at that. Um, yeah, I remember games, prizes, raffles, giveaways, much more. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on at Mania Club. It was probably the perfect tailgate of any of the tailgates that I've done, even the ones that we did last year. I loved that tailgate <laughs> in New the Orleans. One we ran. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, it's not my fault Fourth Wall ran out of food and beer. <laughs> no, but they ran out of food. They had a lot of beer. They ran out of food. <laughs> um, but Mania Club uh, last year was apparently a huge thing. So 
Mania Club has really gotten into an affiliation with WWE, and WWE has really like approved them as the official tailgate of WrestleMania. Um, because remember in New Orleans, Stephanie McMahon had gotten yeah. had sent them like a replica belt. Mm-hmm. So apparently, according to the to YouTube, what I found out is that the day of Mania, Stephanie McMahon showed up at the tailgate. What this year? Last year? Yeah, she she stopped the car. Well, showed fuck, up at the Mania Club went. tailgate. We should went to that. We should have went to that tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> we fucked up, man. <laughs> yeah, she showed up at the tailgate in the Mania Club jersey. Um, and everything and made a whole speech and stuff. So they're a really big deal. That's awesome. Um, what's up? That's awesome. Yeah, no, it, it is awesome. Good for them, man. Um, they're, in a, they're in a group of entertaining guys. They're entertaining guys. They're fun people. They're very respectful people. Um, they have a big following on Facebook. Uh, I tweeted that I was, I tweeted that I was going to their tailgate this year. They're like, "Have you bought your tickets yet? We can't wait to see you." Uh, so they're very welcoming people. It's the fifth one ever. So as many times as I have gone to Mania, is as many times they've been doing this Mania Club tailgate. Um, and if it's like, if it's like the one in New Orleans, yeah, that I'm gonna have a ball. It's, what's that up, mac and cheese though. Oh my god, that mac and cheese! I I can't unforgettable. Interesting, they they added spirits. No one wonder it costs more. Yeah, I mean they're also hiring a DJ from from a local radio station. Mm. Uh, the cosplay contest, and you know, um, and where it's at. So, but these guys are very communicative, and they also have a VIP option. Where you get access to a private air conditioned tent, front of a line access for food and drinks, and surprise VIP swag bags and more. Which I won't do the VIP option. You can also purchase a jersey when you purchase your ticket as well. Which I don't know if I'm gonna go. I'm not the jersey guy. I'm not Dave was a big jersey guy. I'm not a big jersey guy myself. I'm not really either. I have one with I have a Yankee jersey with my name on it, and I kinda hate wearing it because I feel stupid wearing it. Like at Yankee <laughs> Stadium, like oh, why'd I buy this? Why did I ask? Why did I ask this for, this for Christmas? I should have a G to one like a normal fan. Yeah, and let me just read to you what their pretty much what their mission is uh, from where Eventbrite because uh, you got to go to Eventbrite.com to purchase tickets for them. So it said, founded in 2015, Mania Club is a global community of wrestling fans who share their collective passion and experiences in travel to wrestling related events around the world. Mania Club is famous for hosting its annual world famous tailgate party and has also been recognized for its charitable contributions to Connor's Cure, which they have they have raised. Thousands among thousands of dollars for Connor's care. Oh, and, yeah. So <laughs> speaking of that, um, and and raising money, and also the Yankees, there's also the other big convention that's going on uh, in Tampa, which is WrestleCon, which is you know you're you're like I think you said it once when we first went in Tampa, not in Tampa, sorry, New Orleans. It's like a card show. It is. It's just <laughs> like a baseball card show. Yes. And so I'm going to read off to you guys. It's pretty much, you know, you, you go in there, you pay your admission, um, but you also pay per per um, per performer that you want to get a picture and or an autograph with, um, which is a cool thing. Yeah, it's probably with, go with a part- lot of cash. Yeah, I think I, when I was with you, I, I think I, I said like I have a $200 budget and I made my 200, which I was very happy about. Um. But yeah, it's probably the only part of the, of the weekend that you will not see on any of my social media, just because you know these people are hardworking professionals or former professionals, and 
it's it's I feel that it's not right to you know take a quick snapshot of them without paying for for that picture. You know, but I'm going to read to you the people who have been announced, the the notable people who have been announced for WrestleCon. And also a big thing for WrestleCon is that it is going to be at Steinbrenner Field, the place where the New York Yankees hold their spring training. So I am very, very interested to see how this goes. Uh, So people announced already. We have obviously the Honky Tonk Man, uh, Kevin Nash, the Boogeyman, uh, Joey Ryan, Sammy Callahan, uh, Colt Cabana, if anybody... if. You want to see anybody go to Coca Cabana because Coca Cabana is the cheapest. Um, uh, Road Warrior Animal Ted DiBiase is going to be there. Uh, Barbie Blank, aka Kelly Kelly, uh, Teddy Long, Dean Malenko, uh, Mick Foley, Tanil Dashwood, aka Emma, Candace Michelle will also be there. We've got uh, Brooke Hogan, um, the Rock and Roll Express, Sid will be there, Scott Steiner. Um, and what I think is going to be really interesting as well. Yeah. Tessa Blanchard will also show up. So I'm interested to see how that goes. So here's an interesting one for you. All right. So Christian is going to be there. Uh, Bret Hart, of course. Um, Marty Jannetty. But here's two names, Will, but I think you're going to be interested that are going to be at WrestleCon. You have the baddest man on the planet, Mike Tyson, making an appearance at WrestleCon. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what is Mike Tyson doing at WrestleCon? <laughs> that, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. I Tickets wanna... for my, I'm, I'm looking this up right now because I, I shit you not. There, you can do pre-sale for Mike Tyson to get like a picture with him. Pictures for Mike Tyson. It's actually a lot of fucking money. Um, to get a to get an uh to get a photo op with Mike Tyson, it's a hundred dollars. Worth it. <laughs> I might I might blow this money. I might I might I might buy one, get in line, and buy another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a hundred dollars. It's ninety nine plus taxes and fees, obviously. Um, but here's the other one, Will. But you'll be really interested making his WrestleCon appearance. Under the same banner with Mike Tyson, Pete Rose. (laughs) 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 If I had to to choose between Mike Tyson and Pete Rose. Ah, shit. I will tell you what Pete Rose's prices are. For just an autograph, $60. For a photo op, 60 For a premium autograph ticket, the ticket includes one autograph from Pete Rose on any items that are not considered a flat item is 80 bucks. $80 for Pete Rose? That's an autograph. Uh, for the Pete Rose photo op, ticket includes one photo with, with Pete Rose taken on your personal device. No more than two adults per photo. So, like, if you and I went, we can split the money on the Pete Rose photo op and take the photo with Pete Rose together. I ah uh, damn. <laughs> All right, here's the thing. The f- damn. I would do both. I would have to do both. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I could, if above everybody being in WrestleCon, if I can get a photo with Mike fucking Tyson, what one of the most literally one of the most dangerous people to ever play to ever fight in boxing. <laughs> like that's a win for me in in life. <laughs> Dude, it's not even so much like I like boxing. It's more that it's just, it's fucking Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. It's, yeah. 
It's Iron Mike, dude. <laughs> and then Pete Rose is, you know, one of the greatest baseball players of all time who should be in the Hall of Fame, hands down. Absolutely. Um, and I feel like he's, I feel like he's kind of an asshole in real life, but maybe now he's always humbled. But you know, as a baseball fan, the, when you when you gonna get the opportunity to meet Pete Rose ever? Never. 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 Yeah. I feel like Pete Rose is stays one in of the his greatest hitters hole. of all time. <laughs> oh. Dude, I have room if you want to come down, Will, for like that one day. No, that's a waste of a flight. <laughs> At that point, might as well just buy WrestleMania ticket. People are selling them. They're going for good prices right now. Uh, moving along, WrestleCon people. Lita, obviously Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, the the No Chin Wonder, James Ellsworth. Um, and and actually, I would also get Orange Cassidy. He's going to be Orange there. Cassidy will be there because Orange Cassidy's fucking amazing. <laughs> I fucking love Orange Cassidy with a burning passion. And he's cheap. His his, uh, his photo op is only like twenty bucks. Um, moving along, Gail Kim, Tully, uh, Renee Michelle, Brian Cage, Nyla Rose, the Spanish God Sammy Guerrero will be there. Sonny Ono is going to show up. Uh, Brutus of Barber Beefcake, Tatanka, DDP, uh, Debo, Abdullah the Butcher is going to show up, Wait, which is I think is very interesting. Debo or Delo? Debo. Who's Debo? Tony Lister. You ever seen Friday? Debo sounds uh, you know, familiar. You, do, right, do you know do you know a really bad Hulk Hogan movie? Which one? There's a lot of them. The one where he faced up against a guy named Zeus. Oh yeah. Uh that's Debo. Uh what's the movie called? Uh not ready to rumble. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, no. but yeah, yeah. I loved Ready to Rumble. I don't care what anybody says. Ready to rumble was fine. It wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad. Yeah. Also showing up, Lisa Marie Veron, aka Victoria, uh, Will Ospreay, the aerial assassin, Brody Lee, also known as Luke Harper, uh, Nick Aldis will be there, Bandito, uh, Shane Douglas, your boy Will. Hey. Celeste Bonin, aka Caitlin. Oh my god, still beautiful. Speaking of beautiful, Charlie Caruso will be showing up as well to WrestleCon. Huh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Raven, Trish Stratus, uh, of course, um, Sandman, another one of your boys, Will. ACW, man. Oh. <laughs> Renee Young will be showing up at WrestleCon. Jerry the King Lawler, uh, of course. Um, Funaki, number one. Stan Hansen. Will also be there. Ooh, that's actually a. I forgot he's going to be there as well. The ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling, Tanahashi, is going to be showing up. Darby Allen, Booker T, Arian Andrew, aka Cameron from the Funkadactyls. Uh, Crime Time will be there. Chris Masters. Crime Time is going to be there. Crime Time's, yeah. I would, I would get a picture with there. Crime Time. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. It's Shane um, what was just some of the people that are, have been announced? It's going to be on Steinbrenner Field, so the setup's going to be really interesting. So I'm trying to go to both Access and WrestleCon, uh, so I think my wrestling isn't complete if I don't go to both. Um, and I'm really going to try for that Mike Tyson ticket. Yeah, that's I a really, tough really one. am. That's really tough, Mike Tyson. 
or Pete Rose. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for both. I don't care. Like my top three right now, because I already have Trish and Lita. Um and they were wildly cheap when I went that when we were at New York. Uh it'd be Trish, it'd be Mike Tyson, Pete Rose, Orange Cassidy. Um and Renee Young. I'd put Renee Young in there because I like Renee. She looks like such a sweetheart. Yeah. And maybe Charlie Cruz, depending on how I'm feeling. <laughs> Actually, it'd be, yeah, and then Tanahashi as well. It's my top five. Aldous can wait. Will Ospreay can wait in. Well, Will Ospreay, I would, I'd probably get a picture of him, but it's because it's Will Ospreay and he's freaking ridiculous. But Tanahashi has been my favorite NJPW wrestler for a long time. So I'd be really interested to see to get a picture of Tanahashi the ace. So that's WrestleCon. Uh, WrestleMania, like I said, is, oh my God, I think it's in the 50s now, 50 some odd days away. So really excited to see what happens. Um, and what goes on. But with that being said, what is our match of the week, Will? What did I watch this week? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I think I only watched AEW. <laughs> like, beginning to end. So... <laughs> Darby Allen was in a match. <laughs> and... I can't even tell you. Uh, he was in a match oh, with someone lost to Jericho and someone. Very good job. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I moved this week. <laughs> this is not, this is like, when there's no pay-per-view, it's so hard. <laughs> uh, my match of the week is going to come from NXT. Uh, the Bridgeweights winning with Dusty Classic. Great match. My two good, my four good performers. Um, and obviously one good tag team in the Grizzled Young Veterans. Obviously, big job to the Brozoids. And we'll see what happens with that. So, match of the week is there. King of the Knights. Who do we got, Will? I mean, that's why I'm pinky. All right. Um, my King of the Night goes to. You know, I go to Naomi. Um, because that was the last thing I expected to really enjoy this week in wrestling was Naomi coming out and facing Bailey, like face to face. So, yeah. It's something SmackDown really needs, something Bailey really needs, and something Naomi really, Naomi really deserves. So, I'm into it. I fuck with it. Yeah. Uh, my King of the Night is going to go to Rhea Ripley, actually, uh, because they are doing wonders for her character, especially because her character, if you look at her character arc, she just becomes ballsier and ballsier every time. And I think that's something you're going to need with NXT moving forward is that these, you need these ballsy characters who are just going to kind of challenge the status quo and get in people's faces from other brands. Um, and down the road when obviously the dust is settled and no one gives a shit anymore, I would love to see a cross promotional pay-per-view, like a real, like a true worlds collide where you get AEW versus NXT and have people just go nuts, mm. put in the biggest arena possible. And watch and watch the money get printed, you know. But I do like Rhea Ripley's bravado, her brashness, um, her look, and the fact that she went in Charlotte's face and was like, "Let's go right now." Love it. It's going to do wonders. It's it's the, it's the marquee women's mania match, and it might be one of three women's mania matches that we're going to get. Hopefully, just think about that. Hopefully, we. we 
Yeah, hopefully we 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 it was solidified in one main event, and now you're gonna have three matches that are gonna be very big uh, for the company and for women's wrestling as a whole. And I think it's gonna be three matches that are gonna be really really well needed. Um, so yeah, that was it. Is there anything else that we missed? I think that's it. I've just gone to the point where I'm scoring through memes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that being said, uh, I don't. Can we can we end with Pinky in the Brain? Be a weird way to end, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Do, do, they have, do they really have a theme song? Let me look it up. They do. But yeah. It's 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 it... called Pinky. In the, I actually might have it for you. I went through this weird phase when I was like 17 where I downloaded a lot of like old school show tunes and I just never let them go. So I might have Pinky in the Brain for you. Just got to give me a chance to look. Either way, whatever we pick, cue that music. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 183, Pinky and the Brain. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been the brain of this podcast, King Ricky Rose. Find me on... What are you laughing at? Find me on my social media, at Ambassador Biggs, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, some people's DMs, less people's text messages, and I haven't said that in a very, very long time. Uh, find Kings of the Rings uh, social media at KOTR underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Listen to us each and every week by subscribing to WrestleAttic Radio, leaving a five-star review, and if you enjoy what you listen to, tell your friends about us. Let them know where you can find us and that's by subscribing to WrestleAttic Radio wherever you get all of your podcasts. Uh, for example, in places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just to name a few. And follow WrestleAttic Radio's social media at addict underscore wrestle on Twitter and WrestleAttic Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Pinky, stop laughing over there. All right, I found the better one, Ricky. We're gonna do the remix version because it's four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> the other one's only fifty-eight <laughs> seconds, and that's too hard. All right, I'm not gonna loop it that many times. I'm not gonna hear it. It's Pinky and the Brain, 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 Brain. I'm not gonna hear it for four minutes while I'm editing. So, with me, I am the one and only Pinky T. Follow me on Instagram at Pinky the Pinky underscore underscore T underscore underscore Karashek as in Thomas A R A S H U K. I really wish I was beating Mike Tyson and Pete Rose so I can go. Which one's Pinky? Which one's the brain? And they get punched by both of them. <laughs> oh my God! WrestleMania week is coming closer and closer. I still gotta buy my plane ticket. I gotta buy my access ticket. But most of the big purchases are done. We're going to have a lot of things going on WrestleMania week and, and leading into WrestleMania. I want to have a lot of different guest hosts on, different interviews, some wrestlers. I'm going to put it out there. Um, I want WrestleMania Radio to be all over the place in WrestleMania, and you guys will be having exclusive access to that, uh, to that feed across all of our social media. It is going to be a fun time. All you have to do is wait a little bit. And with that being said, this is the Kings of the Rings podcast. We're going to get out of here. Um, we're going to go sleep so that we can get to WrestleMania that much quicker. Goodbye. Good night. Feel better, Kate. We love you. We miss you. And most importantly, fuck you, Slack. <laughs>